Hello, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday. We're back with another episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink. Let's see what the fellas are drinking on tonight. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, 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 hey. I got to see Claudia Q. <laughs> yeah, we were together. Over the weekend. It's um, always... Oh, it's always, always so good to watch Claudia work the carpet. She's a pro. <laughs> she, she like totally got me in line. She was like, get back over there. <laughs> well, oh, and I got to see Justin. We got to see Justin. I got to see Justin this weekend. Um, and it was great to watch Claudia host the Truth Awards. It was really amazing. You, good to see you again, Claudia. Thank you. And Al, it was great to see you too. And also you, it was reminiscent. It was a throwback to Cynthia Bailey's wedding when you stole a bottle of wine from the bar <laughs> because he did it again at the Truth Awards. They said the bar was closed and Al said, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and we were, we, I, and then the, someone came up and they said, that's not nice. <laughs> oh God, that was hilarious. That was good times. And please yeah. welcome Funky Daniva. What's up, Q? Forget both of y'all. Soulmates, you see how they always <laughs> hanging out? They don't never invite me. They be in New York together. They be in D.C. together. Don't nobody ever come to Miami and visit me. What? Don't nobody ever say, oh, Q, we're going to this award. We're going to that award. Do you Q, want to you come? Not, you, you're lying now. because oh. we, we invite you to everything. Q, soulmates, Q refuses to leave the state of Florida. Right, Claudia? That's it's hard to true. get him out of the state of Florida, everybody. Unless Anita Baker's involved. Oh, yeah. There you go. I follow her around the world and I, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, let me see. Uh, I got some traveling. I'm, I'm going to be in Atlanta next week and then I'm going to come to, um, I, I am going to go to Aruba for my birthday. So you both are invited. Oh, um, that sounds that's, like fun. That's happening. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk offline. You pay for us to go to a rule because you know at this age when people invite you out the country, they're supposed to pay for it. So or or you know, Claudia help us out with the hotel discounts, though. Uh, I'll invite you next year then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Are y'all sipping on anything tonight or what? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm sipping on a little uh apple vodka. Oh, that sounds good. It's green, little apple vodka. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm doing vodka as well with a little bit of lemonade. This is gonna be an interesting show. I like that yellow shirt. That's a good color. It's spring. It's giving, it's giving spring. Uh, I'm not drinking. Tonight. I don't feel good. I was on a plane coming back from Atlanta. I filmed a movie and I worked on this um, podcast and I had no sleep, like four hours and two days. And I had to sit in front of the one lady who was hacking up her lung the entire time. So there was this very nice um, uh, stud girl that was sitting next to me that we got to talk the whole trip. She was very cool. And um, she looked at her. She goes, ma'am, could you at least cover your mouth, please, ma'am? And then the girl did, but for one cough, and then she continued to cough all over the back of our necks the entire flight. So now I don't feel good. So oh, yeah, man. I, I love I love when the straights try to be politically correct. Claudia called her a stud girl. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Yeah, what was you know what, what this young lady? How about this young lady? <laughs> oh, just this stud. Because <laughs> like the girl, the girl negates the stud. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a gay girl. white man and a and a, a lesbian black woman, and we sat and we had the best conversation. Like we, it was like a really good conversation. Like we all exchanged information and everything. So I think I might be gay now. So I don't know. <laughs> I think I have a girlfriend. You're non-binary. No, that didn't make sense. So hold on. I'm me and you, Al. We're bisexual. Got it. Are you a power bottom? I've always been a power bottom. I throw it back. Anyways, let's get into this. (laughs) (laughs) We're already starting to show up like this. Oh, Lord. 
They're on the comments saying, yes, yeah, stud girl. <laughs> Person. Okay, whatever. Okay, y'all. Listen, we got some serious uh, topics to cover, and we're going to also bring out the funny, but we have to definitely start off with this story. Two of the four Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico have been found deceased, and the remaining two who were rescued are now being treated at a hospital in the United States. Now, the four American citizens traveled from South Carolina to Mexico so that one of the travelers, Latavia McGee, could undergo a medical procedure. Unfortunately, the four were approached by men in armed gear and taken in the back of a truck. It's been reported that the four Americans were targeted by a Mexican cartel that likely mistook them for Haitian drug smugglers. As of now, Mexican officials have arrested 24-year-old Jose Guadalupe and in connection with the kidnapping of the four U.S. citizens. Uh, what are your thoughts on this story? There were some videos showing them getting into the truck. You know, when this video, I'm like, why was no one stopping them? Uh, Al, what do you think about this story? You know what, Claudia, I got to be honest with you. Well, let me start over. First, condolences to the family of the deceased uh, victims here. That That's just totally sad. Everything about this incident screams unfortunate, as well as unavoidable, if you want my opinion. I, However, something in my gut is telling me that there's something else going on here because there's so many layers to the story. Number one, the young man that they apprehended, whatever you said his name was, they're only charging him with kidnap. I don't understand why did you arrest someone and charge them for kidnapping but not for murder so that's number one number two everything from the car accident to the president of mexico's original statement saying that they were there purchasing medication to you know the doctor's office not returning their calls about the tummy tuck story to the possible mix-up of four americans with haitian drug people is something in the milk just not clean here and i can't wait to see how this story really starts to unveil because I don't know too many people that are going to drive from South Carolina to this no-name city in Mexico to get a tummy tuck. Yeah, exactly. Especially, yeah, I agree. Uh, Q, what do you think about this story? Um, you know, to Al's point, the driving from anywhere in the U.S. to Mexico is really giving I was moving bricks tease. Um, I really hope they weren't. Um, but in the event, you know, guys, and, and I don't ever want to talk negatively of a whole country, but there are certain parts of all countries when you go out of the country that you got to be careful of. I'll never forget when me and some friends went to Tulum a few years back. We're literally getting ready to go on our excursions. We're going through the city and there are men in military gear with, with guns and gas masks on. And I'm like, where the hell are we that their police are so militarized? like this and so guys just cautionary tale when you go places like this if you don't know nobody stay your ass on the resort stay your ass in the tourist area and do not be fool out line all throughout these people's streets trying to do whatever if you don't have an escort from that city to escort you around but to al's point it do sound like somebody was up to no good mm -hmm. it does and i hate to not believe their story their alibi but i'm like that's the group that went down with you to go get your surgery like i don't know i hate to uh... Well, and, you know, the toughest females don't normally take guy friends with them to go right. get their BBL. <laughs> like, you, you, you know what I'm saying? The, the fact that y'all drove, I mean, right. nobody drives from South Carolina to Mexico. The flight is literally only $119 round trip if you get it in advance. So, well, 
you know, my other question, Claudia, and, and, and Q, you both know this, is that she's doing a tummy tuck. That's a pretty major um, cosmetic surgery. So she would have to stay at a care center or get a hotel room for a couple of days. She can't just go get a tummy tuck, right. jump back in the car and drive back to South Carolina. It's too right. far. And it's it's too it's too medically compromising right. for her to do something like that. So, like I said, I can't wait to see how this story really unfolds, and so we can get all of the ins and outs of it. I, Mexico scares me. It really does. Like my friends, like a lot of my friends, live, especially because I live in Texas and I lived in Cali all those years. They like love going out of Mexico, but outside of Cabo and Cozumel, maybe like one of the places. I'm actually I get nervous when I go out there. Puerto Vallarta is very nice. Puerto Vallarta is very yeah. tourist friendly and very gay friendly for all the gays that want to go to Mexico. <laughs> Puerto Vallarta yeah. is sickening. You got the strip just like Ocean Drive in Miami. You can go to all the bars and get all the Spanish dingling. So Puerto Vallarta <laughs> is definitely a good place. You ain't not, you might die of disease. You ain't gonna die from the cartel, but they got all those El Farmacia on the side of the street, baby. You get when your stuff don't be right they, they Antibiotic. got all of that they got so you can lay down with the boys at night and go to the air pharmacy in the morning in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> so I've had bad experiences with in Mexico with those kind of things a friend of mine is now paralyzed after getting uh, drugs for UTI in Mexico and she's like one in a million that it happens to but it's like a side effect so oh, I used to love those L pharmacies for certain things that I needed but now not so much we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna be talking about this again. Okay, Taz Jackson, the nephew of uh, Michael Jackson, shared some words for Chris Rock after he compared Michael Jackson to R. Kelly in his new Netflix comedy special. Rock questioned whether it was fair not to hold Jackson to the same standards as R. Kelly due to the pedophilia accusations that trailed Jackson throughout his life and later on uh, in his death. Taj wrote, "Chris Rock has used my family as punching bags for his entire career." He continued. One, what did my family ever do to you to warrant these decades of harassment and your constant bullying disguised as jokes? Two, just because you were bullied early on in life doesn't give you the excuse to bully others now. Three, thank you, Will Smith. All right, do y'all think Chris Rock should have kept Taj's uncle's name out of his mouth too? Uh, Q, let's go to you first. What you think? Um, you know, Michael Jackson has been low-hanging fruit for a very long time when it comes to comedy. And I always tell people, being in entertainment, even us on the level that we on, we are we live very privileged lives. All right. And that life comes with a cost. You know what I'm saying? And that cost may be being in the blogs all the time. That cost may be being the butt of jokes. That cost may be being, you know, a constant tease. Um, and unfortunately, as an entertainer and someone that's in entertainment, I actually don't feel bad for anybody who gets um you know, ticked on, picked on tees, being in the blogs. I've always said, if you want to be regular and be treated like a regular person, go be a librarian. But you don't get to make the money we make, get the fame that, that a lot of us get, get the access and think that it doesn't come with the price. It's just the price of doing business. Suck it up. Okay. I hear you. Al, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I agree with you on that. Listen, 
We knew that Chris Rock had to talk about R. Kelly, right? R. Kelly is dominating the headlines as it relates to, you know, his scandal and his, his and his convictions. The two parallel, it's just too similar. I mean, so he bridged it. I thought he bridged it. The bridge made sense to me. They're both music icons. They both are big pop culture stars. Um, my question, though, uh, uh, Claudia, is you think Taj will come on uh, TGIF? Because, you know, I know he watches us. I think because you know he's like the spokesperson for the Jackson Jackson family these days and it's been very interesting to me to watch those brothers Taj and TJ to speak on the Jacksons last week TJ spoke on Janet Jackson and this week Taj is speaking on Michael Jackson so hey I feel like we should probably invite them to the show and see if we can talk to them about being a part of the Jackson dynasty I'm friends at LaToya but we can go ahead and go ahead, Al. Why don't you go ahead and invite Taj Jackson uh, live on the air right now? Hey, Taj, and that you know, listen, brother. I I follow you. I listen to you. I this is an invitation from us here at TGIF to come talk to us about your your, your problem that you have with Chris Rock. I think we'll be a great forum for you to be interviewed and to share your thoughts coming from the Jackson family. Oh, and I'm friends with Tony Rock. Let's get Chris Rock's brother and Taz Jackson and have them both on here. <laughs> That'll be good. Nasty. We're going to be canceled by next week. We're supposed to ban canceled and look at what's happening <laughs> behind the scenes right now. Wink, wink. Wink, okay. wink. Wink, wink, yo. I have to get another Bentley soon. Okay. Right. Anyway, speaking of the infamous Oscar slap, D.L. Hughley received backlash for comparing the incident to slavery. Why everyone's so mad about this? Like, there's so much anger surrounding all of this. Hughley wrote, it's ironic some of the very people saying Chris Rock should get over being slapped and stop talking about it because it happened a long time ago are the same people who get mad when people say we should stop talking about slavery and get over it because it happened a long time ago. What do you think about Dio Hewley's comparison? Do you think he's out of line? Al, what do you think? Listen, everybody, anybody, and in- all bodies are out of line to compare anything, anything, and I do mean anything to slavery because there is no comparison. Slavery was disgusting, it was bad, and I don't think nothing will ever reach the level of that. I think I need to hear the entire interview before I can make a comment because I am a follower of D.L. Hughley. I think he makes very good sense most of the time, but what I will say is no one, and I do mean no one, cannot marginalize people's trauma. The same way that you can't tell a woman who's been sexually assaulted to get over it you can't tell Chris Rock when to get over his trauma that he had in front of almost a billion people on that stage in, in, in the entertainment business that he does I just feel like this is he's a comedian um, it's his outlet in some forms him talking about that embarrassment that worldwide embarrassment is his therapy that's right I agree Q what do you think you know I think one thing that that's that's unique, especially when you're dealing with black people, um, particularly black people who grew up in a certain socioeconomic status. Oftentimes we tend to look at things and be like, child, that's not a real problem. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you what a real problem is. A real problem is coming home and it ain't no food in the refrigerator and the lights are off. And I think that that's the attitude that a lot of people are beginning to take with this Chris Rock thing. It's like, all right, it happened, dude. All right. But it ain't the worst thing that's ever happened to you or any other person that looks like you. So get mm-hmm. over it. Again, the educated part of me is like, yeah, you can't tell nobody when to get over their trauma. But just the real round the way part of me is like, <laughs> man, move the hell.
There's so much other stuff going on on, on this planet, and you've been through worse. Cut it out. <laughs> Cute, like, but getting slapped on the stage of the Oscar. Like it's just, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those people. It's just not that deep anymore. Like but it happened, can... and you making millions. It, it's it, and it's unfair, but it's hard to feel bad for rich people. It just okay. is. Go but ahead, why is it that, like, the why is it, and we have to go to commercial, but why is it that people are telling Chris Rock to get over it, but with Jada, it's like the worst thing that has ever happened, that there were some jokes about her baldness, right? But right. but Chris Rock got actually assaulted, and he's supposed to just shut up. I don't know. Again, we don't keep the same energy. All yeah, right, y'all. Okay. Coming up, rapper Blueface's mother claps back at people who say she is too involved in her son's business, and I cannot believe what she said about his penis. And later, a podcast host says, Washing clothes, washing cloths are for the poor people. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, this story is nuts, okay? Uh, a rapper, Blueface's mother, took to Instagram to tell people to stop accusing her of wanting to sleep with her son. Watch this clip. I don't mind if you say weird stuff. Just don't be saying the stuff about I want to sleep with him. That's just going too far, okay? I got my own over here, and it's bigger than my okay? Why are you comparing media, and then you wonder why we tripping on you about your son? I would never... Anyways, you go ahead. I, you know what? I, I was with mama. I, I, I was like shaking my head, wondering what was wrong with what she said. And to the last five words, I was like, oh, sis, I was right there with you. But you know what? She does. And you know what? I don't know if it's an unnatural infatuation with her son. I don't know if it's a I feel entitled to his money and lifestyle hmm. or if it's that they're so close in age that she act just like Krishan, you know, what I'm saying? I don't, or a combination of the three. You know what I'm saying? But the mama, you can definitely tell the mama has this air about herself. Like I'm a celebrity, too, and I deserve to be in that light, too. And I want to be somebody to kind of like that Tokyo Tony thing. She wants to be a personality so bad. And the funny thing about it is, I, you know, she's got enough gusto right now to be a F-less version of Chris Jenner, you know what I'm saying? Like, go find you some dirty rappers off the street and say you they manage and pray that one of them blow up. And then you could be like the next Miss Deb or like the next Chris Jenner. So, yeah, do that. But stay out that man. If anything, she needs to be less concerned with shine uterus because God knows that bitch need a baby like she need a hole in her head. And that's going to be the downfall of girl pregnant for real mm. well well said al what do you think listen the best part that this woman said was don't make me go home and get my man's thing up <laughs> she said she will go home and get his thing up so she can take a picture of it so y'all can see the second thing was i was like okay wait a minute mom when's the last time you saw your adult son's penis hard 
Like, how do you know? Like, when's the last time you've seen it that you can compare? That was number two. But to Q's point, this woman is so beautiful. She's so she she's not like the rest of the ratchet moms out here talking on Instagram. She makes sense, complete sentences, subject verb agreement. She looks good. And I do agree with Q. She's definitely standing right beside her son because she wants some of that light. But let me tell you something. She deserves it. And I do see in her very near future her participating in some way on a reality show. I don't know if it's going to be her son's reality show or her own, but I can't wait to see this woman participate more in media because she knows exactly what to say and when to say it to get the blogs to follow her. She's a beautiful woman. There was an event here. They had mothers of like celeb guys, uh, rappers, and uh, it was an event I was hosting. And she's a beautiful lady. She spoke on him. She was eloquent and all that. So I, I'm a little shocked to hear I was like, man, we was at this black tie event and she was like, you know, she was there representing quite well. I do. I don't think it's wrong to care about the women that your son's with. And, you know, Chris, there's an argument to be made that that's not the most healthy relationship. I understand her speaking on that. But. Your adult son's hard penis. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know you remember, maybe saw it last time when he was like maybe four or five, six, seven, maybe, maybe. Maybe eight. the video. Maybe she's talking about the sex video that came out. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. No, I think she was just, you know, she was just talking, just just blindly oh, yeah. shooting in the air. You know, my, my man thing, digging in here, you know, just because obviously everybody in our culture puts weight and credence on having a big penis. I think she was just shooting in the dark. I don't think this lady was somewhere and she's seen his penis. She was just being facetious to yeah. say, you know, yeah. Yeah, but she got, to, she got to know that that was repulsive. Man. I hope. Or, I hope so. Or, or since, since we want to ride on the men so much, Trey <laughs> Song's got a problem, and R. Kelly got a problem, uh -oh. and Michael Jackson got a problem, uh -oh. we need to be launching an investigation on her. Like, <laughs> He's she, too old to call. It? He's too old to call. Is she children? pedophile or mama-file? What they call it when your parents look at you? Is that mama a mama? File. She a mama-file. We need to... Lord. <laughs> All right, moving on. <clears throat> Roland Ray is accusing Courtney oh, Kardashian. <laughs> Why do y'all do this? Of stealing from the Black community after her Lemmy Brand is... Lem Brand is uh, marketing an... Ooh, sorry. I burnt some food and I use garlic and red chili flakes. So the vapor is in my throat and I feel like choking right now. So I'm a little having a little trouble. <laughs> okay. There's a new brand, a new marketing uh, <laughs> brand, a new gummy <laughs> vitamin called Purr. I can't even talk about it. It's a water. I, I got to wait till we go to commercial. <laughs> There's a new marketing brand <laughs> called Vitamin Purr. The vitamin specifically targets vaginal health. Rolling Ray tweeted, I actually like you, Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> and now you want to take from the black community again. You know where the name started. This is becoming too much. We have never heard you purr a day in your life. Al, do you agree with what? Uh, uh, Roller Ray, neck to the side, got the say. No, stop it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The best thing about Roller Ray these days is Roller Ray knows when to jump in that media cycle and get a little bit of attention because Roller Ray, per the word, was discovered and used since. 1600s and per has also been used on many companies remember in 1986 y'all remember the pretenders 
Do y'all remember the pretenders? They were no, cats. I'm young and stuff, honey. <laughs> I don't remember nothing from the 60s. Excuse me. The pretenders were came out. It was by Fisher Price and Hallmark in 1986, sir. I would have been remember three. the pretenders. I would have been three. No. Are you sure you're only 39, Al? <laughs> yes. Yes. I would have been anyway, three. Anyway, the, the term purr has been out. And listen, Kourtney Kardashian trademarked it. So if you had trademarked it, maybe, sir, you would have an argument. But we do know, and I will give um, Roland Ray credit about this, that purr in the slang, slang dictionary does give Roland Ray credit for creating the 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 ambiance or the buzz around the word purr. Yeah, he definitely made it popular. Hugh, uh, what do you think about this? Now, y'all know I jump at the opportunity to go in on Roland Ray because <laughs> I don't like that girl and she don't like me, but Really? This didn't know is that. One time I am going to come to raise the fist. No, they got purr from Bray. They got it. it. It's been, you know, as much as they borrow from black culture, Ray, I have to give Ray. Ray, maybe this could be the olive branch between me and you, and we can start a relationship and start being friends. Oh. And I could push you around. We could go shopping. Hey. You just said you just said does the man spell I, 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 if you could eat by yourself, we could go eat together <laughs> and everything. But Ray made in popular culture and black culture, her belongs to Ray. And if it was on their radar, it ain't from no damn her tenders or that would sound like some and it didn't go what a pretender nevertheless <laughs> i'm with ray they stole it from him <laughs> pretenders per foods per more these the per has been used for years decades. i'd be curious to know what what so what does per mean like what, what does it mean so per is a is a, the the correct meaning is low vibrations sound made by a cat when they're relaxed calm and in a good mood Claudia, so why would, so then why cat. so following that definition the why real. the hell What's your name? Chad, that fat-ass diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> Put that damn werewolf there. <laughs> that, that ain't no pretender. That's a big bitch. That's a, that's <laughs> a line. This is Shelly. You know we see sex. This is Shelly. Hey, Shelly. No. But following that definition, um, Al, that you just gave, uh -huh. that don't coincide with no vitamins. No, it co coincides with the vagina. So she's doing this vitamin is for the vagina, right? It's supposed to offer nutrition and health to the vagina. So they, they paralleled per. Hold on. <laughs> They're the last damn family that know anything about some damn nutrition on some damn vagina. Okay. I beg to differ. As much as they don't flung that vagina and don't lay it low and all around. Calabasas from Seattle, back over to New York, <laughs> down to Miami, to Mexico, back round Cabo to the L Pharmacy, and they got the nerve to want to sell. Let me tell you something. We don't know, baby. Don't sell us no damn vitamins for the coochie. Sell us that damn soap you use to get all these rich damn men. Oh, That's what gosh, we want, not dude. the damn vitamins. Maybe they know the most about keeping the vagina pH levels right, together because the of their pH levels, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But Roland Ray, I mean, you they got it from Ray. I will say that he's made that popular, definitely pop culture. Yeah. All right, y'all, from the Kardashian to this. Have y'all ever taken someone else's man? Y'all ever stolen a man? 
No. I I oh, yeah. never stole them, but I entertained them. You borrowed, you borrowed them. <laughs> <laughs> well, a TikToker revealed that she uh, married her stepfather. The woman posted a video of her and her stepfather kissing each other after having tied the knot. The caption, she wrote, marrying my stepdad was the best decision I've made. She added the hashtag, marry your mom's ex. The woman claimed that she and her mother still speak. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this sounds like they from Florida. Please this say no. Like some Florida <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, it do sound like some thing now, right? Because you know, I'm I'm very progressive. I'm non-traditional. You know, non-judgmental, and, and non-judgmental. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> positive. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, any configuration of love work. Now, I, I need some clarity, and Al gonna provide it to me. You know, was it her stepdaddy or her mama husband? Cause see, it's the difference. This it, it's your stepdaddy if you was young. Your mama married him and he raised you a little bit and dropped you off to school. It's just your mama husband. If you was like 16 and she married him and he really kind of wasn't allowed to tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? He had to go. Dude, through no. no, 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 no. So it's a difference. No, and then the other thing I need to know was how much distance was between her marrying the stepdaddy or not. <laughs> or because you because listen, I'm not gonna listen, rent high and I'm just because one of my family members went with a man. Okay, your mother, you know, it's not one of your family members, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. You gonna fuck the members okay you maybe just maybe <laughs> your mama trained you on how to be a good wife to a good man maybe the timer was just for them okay so you, you you gonna smash after your mother after the, well, the man right. smash your mom and, and, go and smash have you. kids and have kids with the man well her and the mama probably had a strange relationship we don't you we don't have think. no morals you are judging you are no more what, no what more vodka trashy? no trash. more apple vodka for what if that man is her soulmate no no more He's apple vodka he was up in her mom's soul a few and years you ago let, and you gonna let your mama you gonna let your mama stand in the way of your happiness yes well, I'm gonna give it. You two are too much. First of all, we re, we've learned that it's not true. Thank goodness, right? Because if it was true, it'd be disgusting. It would be creepy. It gives me it gives me sexual assault. It gives me pedophilia. But luckily, it's not true. And the reason why she finally confessed to it not being true was because people came after her kids and were talking very uh, badly about her kids. So, Q, to your point. It's not her real stepdad. Her third TikTok that she did on March 3rd, she told the truth and she said it was her brother's really close friend that she became friendly with after her brother's death that she, you know, developed a strong relationship and got married. So it wasn't her stepdad, everyone. Thank goodness. Because if so, I would say put the mama, the daughter and the stepdad underneath the jail or in therapy. I like the story more when we thought it was real. <laughs> you know, guys, I will always tell you this. Either truth. way, don't let y'all mama stand in the way of y'all happiness. And they ain't together no more. And see, you, you don't live with that man. You know him for his work. You going out there, you get him, girl. 
You know what? We're we like on. the views of Funky Neva are not the views of Fox. Okay, coming up next, we're diving into Funky shenanigans. Uh, they continue tonight, and later on the show, we'll be discussing a man who tried to get his money back from a prostitute. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. If you enjoy planning last-minute trips like myself, then you understand the challenges of finding a cute fashion bag to store your belongings for the getaway. Now, with my base weekender bag, there's room for everything with hyper-functional and chic designs. You've got all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly fit all in your bag. So don't you don't have to settle for anything less. Base was created by actor Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly, effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Now, Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage: 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, a built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and the interior pockets. All the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips. The Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Separately, Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Now, whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash T. That's basetravel.com slash T. Fellas, y'all got your base bags? Speak on it. Oh, okay. I'll go first. So, look, this is the bag, everybody. It's almost like an Hermes meets um, a weekender. It has a section for your shoes under here for guys that have large feet like me that usually takes up all the space in your bag. It has a piece that you can put in your over your luggage goes, you know, your roller on, on top. And then it has bags in the front. <clears throat> oh, shoot, I got condoms in here. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's just a great bag. It's just a great bag. And to support Shea Mitchell, I got to tell you, I really love the bag. I use it every time I travel. It's perfect. It's convenient. And it's it's um has a bunch of compartments for you to handle everything that you got. Great to store your unmentionables. <laughs> you? What so, you, you know, I, have, I haven't gotten my base bag yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to it because, you know, I have this thing. I love to give rich white woman when I'm walking through the airport. I love to give drama. I love to give scarves, big bag <laughs> on my arm. And that bag is just fashionable. It gives drama. I like that it can hang on your rolling bag, like Al said. And I definitely think it will make me look very stylish and important as I'm walking through the airport. <laughs> Go to basetravel.com slash T for 15% off your first purchase. Once again, that's B-E-I-S travel.com slash T. Promotional consideration furnished by Base. Let me put a little space between the sponsor and this mess of a, a segment. Hold on. <laughs> we want to keep our money coming. All right, soulmates. <laughs> we know how much y'all enjoy hearing about funky shenan shenanigans in these streets. So we thought we'd give you some cute time with Funky Doniva.
So, y'all, I had to think today what I was going to talk about. I was like, what's a very interesting story since I let y'all in and all my damn business? And something hit me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell the soulmate about the very first time I went to a sex party. All right. It was, it was very first time. So I was, I was, you know, having sexual relations with this guy. It was just casual or whatever the case may be. And after about eight times a hunch, and he was like, you know, I throw these parties. I'm like, what type of parties? And he was like, you know, freak parties. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. Like somebody going to see me or whatever. He was like, just come like it, it's, it's cool. And so this one particular night, I don't know, the devil just sat on my shoulder and I decided I was going to go. So I pull up to his house and it's cars all down the street. So I'm like, okay, what am I about to walk into? And you knock on the door and somebody like dips their eyes out the door through the crack to see what's going on. I mean, they had a whole system, Claudia. You get in there, you take all your clothes off and you trip down to your underwear. They give you a plastic bag with a piece of uh, tape and you write your name on it. And then there's a table right there on the side with condoms and lube on it. Now, I'm not going to tell y'all how many people walk straight past that damn table. That's a whole other story for a whole other day. So I reach into the bowl. I grab a handful of lube packets, a handful of condoms. I ain't got no pockets. So you tuck them in your underwear. And baby, when I tell y'all, my eyes got open to what grown people really do and they grown lives. Baby, he put he put black garbage bags over all the windows and everywhere there could possibly be light in that house. I had a blue light going. When I tell you, it was people tooted and booted in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the closet. And if you went in the bedrooms, it was four and five people laying down on the bed at a time. And y'all, you know, what I did while I was there is none of y'all business. But I will say... <laughs> It was a very magical experience. Now, somehow, by the end of the night, my underwear ended up off, and I ended up walking around naked just like everybody else. And I magically, I got with the program or whatever. But it was very enlightening, and it was something that I did for about. I participated for maybe about two years, every three months or so, and then I was like, "All right, this has kind of gotten old." I'm kind of over it, but Claudia, you know how it go. You and Al know how it go. <laughs> I will tell you this, Q. I, you know, I, I make no secret about this on this show. I have participated in um, uh, those type of parties before, uh, swinger parties, and it is liberating. Especially, you know, when I was coming out out of my divorce, it was liberating to see people not have so many rules around their sexuality and the, how they enjoy sex is magical it is like oh wow i've been living as a hobbit for so long like there are people that aren't so judgmental it's about being free it's about being happy it's about feeling good so brother welcome to the club mm -hmm. <laughs> your turn claudia <laughs> <laughs> not me girl y'all <laughs> mm. be trying to Can I, can I speak nasty Negroes? Ooh. Men all over the place, most of them walking past the condom and lube table, so they doing it dry. Uh, lots of anal. What did it smell like in that room? Sweat, all different people's bodily fluids. It, that's magical to y'all. 
I've done swing. I've done swing. I've done swinger parties. So it didn't smell. When you go to participate, when you go to participate in something like that, you come clean. Now I will say I have been in functions where somebody uh, boobled a little bit, but you go to the bathroom and you clean up and then you get oh, no, back no. on all fours. <laughs> Cute of us. I, I will tell you my experience of swinger parties. So there are women and there are men and there are rules, right? So it doesn't smell unless the woman came smelling. But, you know, as it relates to sex, it's sex. Like it's a little sweaty, a little musty, but it's sex. And, and, and it, it is freeing. It is like, it is an awakening. You should try it, Claudia. I like to be freaky in a room with my man. One person. And that's it. That's it. I'll, nah. Yeah. You One, try it with him and his friends and they girls. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it will change no. your life. <laughs> yes. I'll probably be have a bacterial infection or I don't know. No, thank you. You should see what they're that They are putting all kind of throw up face in the chat. <laughs> it's, it's you know what? I agree. We're going to thank you, fellas, for sharing your magical sex lives with us. Okay, keep it locked. We're coming up next. We are discussing the podcast host who says washing clothes is washing cloths, sorry, is for poor people. And later on, a man is arrested after trying to get his money back from a hooker. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. You know we have some troublemakers when we have a whole disclaimer coming back from every single commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome back. Listen to podcast host went viral recently for her comments about washing cloths. <laughs> Take a look. Cloth is a poor person um, thing. Because I... I've I, only met poors who use them. I have European friends that do it as well. Maybe, maybe they're poor. <laughs> what are your thoughts on what this podcast host had to say Alice go to you first and do you what do you think about this the poor listen that I, I, first of all I don't like the comment it was it was invented by Dr. Herschel Melman whose mother used to be a maid to the very wealthy and the wealthy decided that they didn't want to use the body towel to put on their face because of the bacteria. So the the washcloth is actually the smallest type of bath linen. And it was designed for the wealthy. So for her to say only the poor use it lets me believe that she thinks because it's popular in the black community that she's doing a dig on us. Go play in traffic, young lady, because that's not the origin of it. The origin of it, it was mm -hmm. that they didn't want to use the washcloth. I mean, they didn't want to use a towel on their face and their hands, so they created the washcloth. And that came from the most wealthiest in Germany. Thank you very much, Al, for that. Q, what do you think about this, hussy? So, you know, when I first saw it, uh, immediately I took <clears throat> defense to it. But if I'm not mistaken, this was a skit. This was a... Uh, uh, a parody you know it, it 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 was funny though because the the white guy made a line in there he was like um oh i can't afford soap to the point where i've got to spread it out and use a use a cloth and here's the funny thing though right you know it it even it, skit or not just them not knowing their history like you know whether it was a dig at us a racial troll or not it was the Africans that taught Europeans how to bathe. Like up right. until they met us, it was actually against their culture to bathe because they thought that warm water opening your pores 
would actually cause bad air to get into your blood and you would die from the. That's how they thought people caught the plague from bathing. I read an article the other day that talked about when we look at all these period pieces of people wearing all the gowns in the King Louis movies and stuff, that the movies don't really take into account what really was going on during that time. And they were saying hygiene, plumbing, and toilets were things that did not exist. And what those movies do not show is that the the castles actually smelled like sewage because the people used the bathroom wherever they wanted, anywhere in the castle, that there was no formal infrastructure for waste, that they did not take baths at all, and that the women walked around with little satchels with herbs and stuff in front of their nose because the stench in the street of Europe and the castles was so bad. And in addition to when they took their clothes off, they put their clothes outside near the vegetables because the clothes were so stinky that they would keep the bugs away. And to keep their whites white, they used urine in order to bleach their white linen. So when it comes to bathing or taking jokes, there is nothing that anybody white can say about my soap or my washcloths that make me feel any type of way when you have a history of thinking that bathing will now, kill you. Now, Q, one thing I will have to say, now, everybody out there, we've all seen it. When your washcloth can stand on its own, <laughs> you got to wash it, okay? In fact, you're only supposed to use your washcloth once before laundering it. I love this show, how we go from y'all embracing <laughs> the sex parties with the people not using condoms and doo-doo all over the place to looking down our noses at the Europeans and saying that y'all are dirty and we're clean. Like, I love the... I love the richness. The texture, the uh, layers. The texture, yes, the, the layers. Well, like RuPaul said in Quicklam, my name is Hane. I ain't no puta. I keep my panties clean. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning I use a washcloth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that history lesson. And I just say, uh, yeah. A, a friend of mine is dating somebody white for the first time. And she, I asked her if she had the washcloth conversation. She said he doesn't, he never washed his legs like specifically with uh without oh, before sorry. her so they and she said well how do you how do you clean your legs and feet he, he said i just wait for the soap from up here to just slide down no, oh, no. intentional cleaning of the legs and feet mm -mm. so there is some truth to that the stereotypes there all right y'all father of seven says that he wants to marry a straight man solely for the benefits of marriage but he would continue to live as a single and heterosexual man let's take a look at this clip i'm looking for a straight man that can so I can get with, we can get together. I can get a uh, new benefits. I just want benefits with us to be together and we can uh, work together and don't got to worry about all the in a marriage. He can have all the good, all the girlfriends he want. I can have all the girlfriends I want. We just got the par partnership act on paper. Uh, that clip is courtesy of our girl, Kendra G media. I say to him, come out, come out wherever you are. I feel like that's the gateway. I think he's n not being truthful. Al, what you think about this? Oh, Claudia, I can't agree. Now, you guys know that I do taxes, and every year people <laughs> are looking. All, first of all, Al, first, first we of all. We did not know you did taxes. You didn't know I do taxes? <laughs> no. I'm a private I'm, banker. I'm a business manager. I do taxes. I know I'm, how to do taxes. I've been I'm going to need you to just submit a list of all, of the, all jobs the jobs I've had. had. Okay, I got and you. And how long were you at each job? Because with listen, all these jobs, were listen, you at each job for like one month? 
No, absolutely not. Listen, I've been doing taxes for years. I have a P10 number. Everybody who does taxes knows what that means. I'm a master tax preparer. And it's interesting. I knew that this was coming because okay. there were so many ways that men can take advantage if they were same-sex married. And I knew it was going to bleed over eventually to, you know, other people that are trying. Listen, everything from Social Security benefits, if you're married to a man, Social Security benefits to property benefits when you transfer properties to cash transfer benefits when you die and in passing those those that cash money over to your significant other can all be tax free if you are married so you know a lot of people even single men have been saying for a long time well shoot i need to take advantage of the same sex marriage so that i can get all of these tax benefits because they are extremely significant you should google it listen just one example is if you if you're if you were married to a man and you were a straight man married to a man and he passed and he made more money, you get his social security benefits 100% of it. Now, the interesting part was that this was a black man that brought this to light. I thought it was brilliant. Although I think his mission was a little bit different. I think he wants to have unlimited heterosexual sex, but have the benefits of marriage without all the drama of a woman. You can't be mad at him for being smart. He gives me bum opportunists. Al, uh, Q, what you think? I mean, he was definitely giving a dirty bum tease, but I don't think the man was gay. I think he was coming on trying to be funny. And listen, y'all, um, the gays have been doing the false marriages for the longest. I don't. I have so many lesbian friends in the military who are married to gay dudes and vice versa. That's right. In order to in order to get the benefit. This is nothing new in the gay community getting married for the economic benefit of it. I've got so many friends that got good government benefits because their best friend went to the military. So I think it's smart. If you're single and listen, you know we know we don't we don't look at each other like that, but let's get the benefit of marriage. Can right. get the benefits. Why not? That's right. That's right. Q. So, are we getting a TGIF exclusive that Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva will be getting married very soon? No, if it makes we're, sense we're the same. We're the same. We're the same. We're in the same spectrum. So, of course, we could. Right. But this is two straight men. And believe me, a lot have been doing this. A lot have been doing this. This is absolutely nothing new, everybody. I'm sorry you're just hearing about it, but it's nothing new. And I, I see it because I prepared their taxes. I see the look in his eye. I think there's more to it than that. I think that you guys made great points about it being business savvy. You know, and I agree with y'all. Sounds amazing. I think uh, my 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 spider sense is going off. I don't know. <laughs> Your who senses? <laughs> spider senses. Let <laughs> me get find out uh, what happened when a man tried to get his money back from a hooker a prostitute. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, they are responding in the chat. Uh, Lumberjacks talking about y'all two getting married. They said, Lathan Reynolds sounds like a funeral home place. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it did, because it's going it, to make it, a lot Al, of money. Listen, we, <laughs> right? let's get together on business. Lathan yes, it's going to make a lot of money. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Sorry. Sure. It do hey. sound like a funeral home, though. A classy regal one. Or a consulting firm, Lathan Reynolds and Associates. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
We'll see what happens. What y'all doing this weekend? I know. We were going to talk about this. This weekend? Today's Wednesday. Real quick, a man in Michigan claims that a 24-year-old prostitute refused to perform the sex act that he paid $10 for. When he learned that she was no longer going to follow through, he asked for his $10 back. Then the prostitute refused to give that $10 back, so he called the police to help him get a refund. Unfortunately, the man found himself in jail instead. Uh, And he got a misdemeanor charge of soliciting. What do you think about that real quick? I never get no $10 sex, so whatever. You know, I'm never going to say that, but I would tell you, both of them had to be high as Cootie Brown. (laughs) She didn't leave, nor did the police was coming. She would give him his money back. What was the sex act, and why would she not do it? I just, there are too many questions here. I need to know them all. $10, though. Mm. Once again, Florida. All right, I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds of Funky Dineva. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for InStyle Atlanta Uncut. We'll see y'all Friday. Bye, soulmates. Bye, y'all nasty.